You'd better get your sea legs quickly. This is the LifeSpring Family Audio Bible, and coming to you from Riverside, California, podcasting since 2004, I'm your OG Godcaster, Steve Webb. This is the daily podcast where we are reading through the entire Bible in a year. Today, we're going to read Isaiah 45 through 50, and I'm calling the episode, Surf's Up. After my comments, we'll of course learn what happened on this date in church history, and I'll give you my opinion as to whether a Christian should celebrate Halloween. Let's get started. Isaiah chapter 45. This is what the Lord said to Cyrus, his chosen king. I took you by your right hand to help you defeat nations, to strip other kings of their power, and to open city gates that will not be closed again. I will go in front of you and make the mountains flat. I will break the city gates of bronze and cut the iron bars on the gates. I will give you the wealth that is stored in secret places. I will give you those hidden treasures. Then you will know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who calls you by name. I do this for my servant Jacob. I do it for my chosen people, Israel. Cyrus, I'm calling you by name. You don't know me, but I know you. I am the Lord, the only God. There is no other God except me. I put your clothes on you, but you still don't know me. I'm doing this so that everyone will know that I am the only God. From the east to the west, people will know that I am the Lord and that there is no other God. I made the light and the darkness. I bring peace and I cause trouble. I, the Lord, do all these things. May the clouds in the skies above pour goodness on the earth like rain. May the earth open up to let salvation grow, and may goodness grow with that salvation which I, the Lord, created. Look at these people. They are arguing with the one who made them. Look at them argue with me. They are like pieces of clay from a broken pot. Clay does not say to the one molding it, Man, what are you doing? Things that are made don't have the power to question the ones who make them. A father gives life to his children and they cannot ask, Why are you giving me life? They cannot question their mother and ask, Why are you giving birth to me? The Lord God is the Holy One of Israel. He created Israel and He says, My children, you asked me to show you a sign. You told me to show you what I've done. I made the earth and I created the people on it. I used my own hands to make the skies, and I command all the armies in the sky. I was right to give power to Cyrus, and I will make his work easy. He will rebuild my city and he will set my people free without bribes or payment. The Lord All-Powerful said this. The Lord says, Egypt and Ethiopia are rich, but Israel, you will get those riches. The tall people from Seba will be yours. They will walk behind you with chains around their necks. They will bow down before you and ask you to pray for them and say, The true God really is with you, and there is no other God. You are the God people cannot see. You are the God who saves Israel. Many people make false gods, but they will be disappointed. All of them will go away ashamed. But Israel will be saved by the Lord. That salvation will continue forever. Never again will Israel be shamed. The Lord is God. He made the skies and the earth. He put the earth in its place. He did not want the earth to be empty when He made it. He created it to be lived on. I am the Lord. There is no other God. I have spoken openly, not in secret. I did not hide my words in a dark and secret place. 
I did not tell the people of Jacob to look for me in empty places. I am the Lord, and I speak the truth. I say only what is right. You people who escape from other nations, gather together before me. These people carry statues of false gods. They pray to useless gods, but they don't know what they're doing. Tell them to come to me. Let them present their case and discuss these things. Who told you about this before it happened? Who told you this so long ago? I, the Lord, am the one who said these things. I am the only God, the one who does what is right. I am the one who saves, and there is no other. So all you people in faraway places, turn to me and be saved, because I am God and there is no other. When I make a promise, that promise is true, it will happen. And I swear by my own power that everyone will bow before me and will take an oath to obey me. They will say, Goodness and strength come only from the Lord. And all who show their anger against him will be humiliated. The Lord will help the people of Israel live right and praise their God. Isaiah chapter 46 The Lord says, Bel has fallen to the ground. Nebo is kneeling before me. Men put those idols on the backs of animals. They are only heavy burdens that must be carried. They do nothing but make people tired. But they all bowed down and fell to the ground. They couldn't escape. They were all carried away like prisoners. Family of Jacob, listen to me. You who are left from the family of Israel, listen. I have carried you since you left your mother's womb. I carried you when you were born, and I will still be carrying you when you are old. Your hair will turn gray, and I will still carry you. I made you, and I will carry you to safety. Can you compare me to anyone? No one is equal to me. You cannot understand everything about me. There is nothing like me. Some people are rich with gold and silver. Gold falls from their purses, and they weigh their silver on scales. They pay an artist to make a false god from wood. Then they bow down and worship that false god. They put their false god on their shoulders and carry it. That false god is useless. People have to carry it. People set the statue on the ground and it cannot move. That false god never walks away from its place. People can yell at it, but it will not answer. That false god is only a statue. It cannot save people from their troubles. Sinners, Change your heart and mind. Think about this again. Remember it and be strong. Remember what happened long ago. Remember, I am God and there is no other God. There is no other like me. In the beginning, I told you what would happen in the end. A long time ago, I told you things that have not happened yet. When I plan something, it happens. I do whatever I want to do. I am calling a man from the east to do what I want. He will come like an eagle from a faraway country. He will do all that I have planned. Everything I said will happen just as I said it would. Listen to me, you stubborn people. You're far from doing what is right. But I am close to making things right. Salvation will not be delayed much longer. I will bring salvation to Zion and to my wonderful Israel. Isaiah chapter 47 Fall down and sit in the dirt, virgin daughter Babylon. You have no throne, so sit on the ground, daughter of the Chaldeans. You are not the ruler now. You are no longer the beautiful young princess that people said you were. Get the millstones ready and grind the grain into flour. Take off your veil and fancy clothes. Lift your skirt and get ready to cross the rivers. Men will see your naked body and use you for sex. 
I will make you pay for the bad things you did, and I will not let anyone help you. My people say, God saves us. His name is the Lord All-Powerful, the Holy One of Israel. So Babylon, sit down and shut up. Daughter of the Chaldeans, go into the dark prison. You will no longer be the queen of the kingdoms. I was angry with my people. They were mine, but I turned against them. I let you punish them, but you showed them no mercy. Even for those who were old, you made the work hard. You said, I will live forever. I will always be the queen. You didn't care what you did to my people. You didn't think about what might happen later. So now listen, you who love only pleasure. Feeling so safe, you tell yourself, I alone am important and no one else matters. I will never be a widow or lose my children. Those two things will happen to you. First, you will lose your children and then your husband. And none of your magic spells will help you. You do bad things but still feel safe. You say to yourself, no one sees the wrong I do. You thought that your wisdom and knowledge would save you. You tell yourself, I alone am important and no one else matters. But disaster is coming your way. You don't know when it will happen, but disaster is coming. And there is nothing you can do to stop it. You worked hard all your life learning magic and spells. So start using that magic. Maybe those spells will help you. Maybe you'll be able to frighten someone. You have many advisors. Are you tired of the advice they give? Then send out your men who read the stars. They can tell when the month starts, so maybe they can tell you when your troubles will come. But they cannot even save themselves. They will burn like straw. They will burn so fast that there will be no coals left to cook bread. There will be no fire left to sit by. That's what will happen to those you have worked with, the people you did business with all your life. They will all go their own way. There will be no one left to save you. Isaiah chapter 48 Hear this, O family of Jacob, who are called by the name of Israel, and who come from the seed of Judah. They make promises in the name of the Lord, and call upon the God of Israel, but not in truth or by what is right and good. For they call themselves people of the holy city, and trust in the God of Israel. The Lord of all is his name. I made known the things that would happen long ago. From my mouth my words went out. Then all at once I did what I said I would, and they came to pass. I know that your heart is hard, your neck is like iron, and your forehead is like brass. So I made them known to you long ago. I told you before they happened, or else you might say, My false god has done them. My objects of worship have made them happen. You have heard, now look at all this. And will you say that you will not tell about it? I tell you new things from this time on, even hidden things which you have not known. They are made now, not long ago. Before today you have never heard of them, or you would say, See, I knew them. You have not heard, you have not known. Even from long ago your ear has not been open, because I knew that you could not be trusted. You have been known to fight against the law and not obey from birth. Because of my name I hold back my anger. For my praise I keep myself from cutting you off. See, I've tested you, but not as silver. I've tested you in the fire of suffering. For my own good, for my own good, I will do this. For why should I allow my name to be put to shame? I will not give my shining greatness to another. Listen to me, O Jacob, and Israel, whom I called. I am he. I am the first, and I am the last. My hand put the earth in its place, and my right hand spread out the heavens. 
When I call to them, they stand together. Gather together, all of you, and listen. Who among them has made these things known? The Lord loves him. He will do to Babylon what pleases him, and his arm will be against the Babylonians. I, even I, have spoken. Yes, I have called him. I have brought him, and he will do well. Come near to me and listen to this. From the beginning I have not spoken in secret. From the time it came to be, I was there. And now the Lord God has sent me and his Spirit. The Lord who bought you and saves you, the Holy One of Israel, says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to do well, who leads you in the way you should go. If only you had listened to my laws. Then your peace would have been like a river, and your right standing with God would have been like the waves of the sea. Your children's children would have been like the sand. Those born to you would have been like the sand. Their name would never be cut off or destroyed from before me. Go out from Babylon, run from the Babylonians. Call out for joy and let this be known to the end of the earth, saying, The Lord has bought and set free his servant Jacob. They were not thirsty when he led them through the deserts. He made water flow out of the rock for them. He broke the rock and the water flowed out. There is no peace for the sinful, says the Lord. Isaiah chapter 49 Listen to me, O islands. Listen, you people from far away. The Lord called me before I was born. From the body of my mother he said my name. He has made my mouth like a sharp sword. He has hidden me in the shadow of his hand. He has made me a shining arrow, keeping me in his secret place. And he said to me, You are my servant Israel, in whom I will show my shining greatness. But I said, My work has been for nothing. I have spent my strength for nothing. Yet for sure what should come to me is with the Lord, and my reward is with my God. And now the Lord speaks, who made me before I was born to be a servant, to bring Jacob back to him, that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God is my strength. He says, It is too small a thing that you should be my servant to raise up the family groups of Jacob, and to bring back those of Israel I have kept safe. I will also make you a light to the nations, so that men all over the earth can be saved from the punishment of their sins. This is what the Lord, the one who saves Israel and his Holy One, says to the hated one, to the one hated by the nations, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see and rise up. Rulers will also bow down, because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, who has chosen you. The Lord says, I have answered you at the right time. I have helped you in a day when people are saved. I will keep you and give you for an agreement to the people to make the land good again and to give them their land which had been destroyed. I will say to those in prison, Come out, and to those who are in darkness, Show yourselves. They will eat along the roads and find grass on all the hills. They will not be hungry or thirsty. The burning heat of the sun will not trouble them, for he who has loving pity on them will lead them. He will lead them to wells of water and I will make all my mountains a road. My straight roads will be raised up. See, these will come from far away. See, these will come from the north and from the west and from the land of Sinem. Sing for joy, O heavens. Be glad, O earth. Break out into songs of joy, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people. He will have loving pity on his suffering people. But Zion said, The Lord has left me alone. The Lord has forgotten me. Can a woman forget her nursing child? Can she have no pity on the son to whom she gave birth? Even these may forget, but I will not forget you. 
See, I have marked your names on my hands. Your walls are always before me. Your builders hurry, and those who destroy you will leave you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All of them gather together and come to you. As I live, says the Lord, you will put them on like objects of beauty. You will tie them on as a bride does. For your waste places and your destroyed land will now be too small for the people, and those who destroyed you will be far away. The children born to you during the time of your sorrow will say for you to hear, The place is too small for us. Make a bigger place for us to live in. Then you will say in your heart, Who has given birth to these for me? My children were taken from me, and I could not give birth. I was sent away and had no place of my own. Who has brought up these children? See, I was left alone. Where have these come from? The Lord God says, See, I will lift up my hand to the nations. I will raise my flag to the people. And they will bring your sons in their arms, and your daughters will be carried on their shoulders. Kings will take care of you as fathers, and their queens will be your nursing mothers. They will bow down to you with their faces to the ground and kiss the dust of your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who wait for me with hope will not be put to shame. Can that which was taken by a strong man in battle be taken from him? Can those taken away to prison by a powerful ruler be saved? The Lord says, Even those taken away by the strong man will be taken from him. Those taken by the powerful ruler will be saved. For I will fight with the one who fights with you, and I will save your sons. I will feed those who make it hard for you with their own flesh. They will become drunk with their own blood as with sweet wine. Then all flesh will know that I, the Lord, am the one who saves you and the one who bought you, the powerful one of Jacob. Isaiah chapter 50 The Lord says, Where is the writing of your mother's divorce by which I have sent her away? To whom of those who owed me money did I sell you? See, you were sold for your sins. For your wrongdoing your mother was sent away. Why was there no man when I came? When I called, why was there no one to answer? Is my hand so short that it cannot pay for your life? Have I no power to take you out of trouble? See, I dry up the sea with my sharp words. I make the rivers a desert. Their fish smell bad because they do not have enough water and die of thirst. I clothe the heavens with darkness. I make cloth made from hair its covering. The Lord God has given me the tongue of those who follow Him, that I may know how to give strength when I speak to one who is tired. He wakes me up morning by morning. He wakes up my ear to listen as a follower. The Lord God has opened my ear, and I obey Him. I did not turn back. I gave my back to those who hit me, and my face to those who pull out the hair on my face. I did not cover my face from shame and spit. For the Lord God helps me so I am not put to shame. I have set my face like hard stone, and know that I will not be ashamed. He who shows I am right is near. Who will fight with me? Let us stand up to each other. Who has something against me? Let him come near to me. See, the Lord God helps me. Who will say that I am guilty? See, they will all wear out like a piece of clothing. The moth will eat them. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys the voice of his servant, yet walks in darkness and has no light. Let him trust in the name of the Lord, and have faith in his God. See, all you who start a fire and put fire all around you, 
Walk in the light of your fire and among the pieces of wood you have started to burn. You will receive this from my hand. You will lie down in much suffering. I've got a couple of comments on chapter 48. I don't know where you live, but do you live near an ocean? Have you ever been to the beach and watched the waves come crashing onto the shore? I'm a Southern California native myself, and for all but about four years of my life, I've never lived more than an hour or so from the Pacific Ocean. As a matter of fact, I used to go surfing early in the morning before school started when I was in high school. I used to go scuba diving. I've never owned a boat, but I've had friends that did, and I love to sail. I love pretty much everything about the ocean. One of the things you learn about the ocean, if you spend any amount of time in, under, or on the water, is that there's no fighting the force of the waves. When the swells come in, you can't do anything to stop them. And if you're surfing and you have a bit of skill, they'll carry you along and give you a thrilling ride. If you're scuba diving below the surface, the swells will push you in a sort of ebb and flow, back and forth kind of way. If you're on a boat, you'd better get your sea legs quickly or you'll find yourself laying on the deck. So what's my point? In chapter 48, verse 17 and 18, we read, The Lord who bought you and saves you, the Holy One of Israel, says, I am the Lord your God who teaches you to do well, who leads you in the way you should go. If only you had listened to my laws, then your peace would have been like a river and your right standing with God would have been like the waves of the sea. Your right standing with God would have been like the waves of the sea. Stay with me. God teaches us to do well and leads us in the way we should go. And here in Isaiah 48, he's talking to his chosen people, and he's disappointed. He says, and let me take some uh, liberties here with the translation, If only you'd listened to me, your peace would have been like a river, and your right standing with me would have been relentless and unstoppable, washing over you, giving you the ride of your lives. It reminds me of 1 John 3.1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Merriam-Webster defines lavish as expending or bestowing profusely. Ah, isn't it incredible how much our God loves us? See what great love the Father has lavished on us. Remember, love is more than a fuzzy feeling. Love is action. God wants to put His love into action toward us, and He wants to do it in such a way that we are carried away by it, overcome with it, thrilled by it. Brothers and sisters, we serve a God who so deserves our praise. What do you think? Comment on what I've said at comment.lifespringmedia.com or email me at steve at lifespringmedia.com or find the show notes page for this episode and comment there. Just go to lifespringmedia.com, click on Recent Episodes, and there you'll find it. Our reading tomorrow is Matthew 23 through 25. <laughs> this date in church history, October 29th, 1885. James Hannington died. He was an Anglican missionary prelate who, in 1884, was appointed as the first bishop of Eastern Equatorial Africa. Hennington was speared to death in Mombasa. In 1889, on this date, American clergyman Albert D. Simpson merges the Missionary Union and the Christian Alliance to form the Christian and Missionary Alliance, an ardent missions-centered denomination. I used to go to a Christian Missionary Alliance church many, many years ago.
All right, what about Halloween? This is a question that many Christians wrestle with, especially Christian parents. According to the National Retail Federation, Americans are projected to spend $10.4 billion this year on Halloween. About 65% of Americans plan to celebrate Halloween in some way this year, and they'll spend about $3.3 billion on costumes, $3.2 billion on decorations, $3 billion on candy, and greeting cards will take up the rear with about $660 million worth of sales. So clearly, a lot of people in America celebrate Halloween. But what about believers? Well, some Christians do celebrate Halloween just by dressing up in a costume and having a good time. Seeing the whole thing is just a harmless beginning of the holiday season. Other Christians see Halloween as a satanic celebration of the occult, with its glorification of witches, devils, black cats, skeletons, and ghosts. So which is it? Harmless or satanic? Well, let's take a look at the origins. The ancient Celts celebrated the Samhain festival when farmers brought livestock in from their summer pastures and the people got together to build shelters for the upcoming winter. Samhain also had religious aspects. They made burnt offerings of fruits, vegetables, grain, and perhaps animals to their pagan gods. And in ancient Celtic stories, this was a magical time of transition when battles were fought and fairies cast spells. Barriers between the natural world and the supernatural were broken. They believed that the dead could walk among the living during Samhain. It's believed that Halloween's association with ghosts, food, and fortune-telling began with these pagan practices over 2,000 years ago. Well, many of these customs continued even after Christianity came to these areas. The church established All Saints Day on November 1st in the 800s, and about 200 years later it added All Souls Day on November 2nd. This was a day where people prayed for their family and friends who had died, and some of the people made the old Celtic practices part of this Christian holy day. They put out foods for their ancestors or left a lantern burning in a window so that ghosts could find their way home for the night. And through the years, regions of Europe began their own Halloween customs. And some early American settlers from England brought various beliefs about witches and ghosts with them. And in the 1800s, many immigrants from Scotland and Ireland introduced their Halloween traditions. German immigrants brought their witchcraft legends, and Haitians and Africans brought their voodoo beliefs about black cats, fire, and witchcraft. So, with these decidedly pagan and occultic origins, I think it's safe to say that Halloween should not be taken lightly, huh? The Bible, of course, doesn't speak specifically about Halloween, but it does say some very specific things about witchcraft and involvement with the occult. Exodus 22.18, Leviticus 19.31, and Leviticus 26 and Leviticus 20.27 says a sorcerer or witch should be put to death. Acts 8.9-24 teaches us that Christianity and occultism do not go together, and you could also take a look at Acts 13, 6 through 11, and Acts 16, and Acts 19. So I think it's safe to say that there's much about Halloween that the believers should avoid. Is it wrong or evil to dress up in a costume? Well, I'd say that depends on the costume. A demon or a witch or some other evil character would seem to me to be inappropriate. A cowboy or a surgeon or a princess or other spiritually neutral character, probably acceptable. If you have children, I would not allow them to be involved in anything that glorifies or teaches the occult side of Halloween, for sure. 
Any involvement that a Christian has with Halloween should show that we do not shed our relationship with God on this or any other day, no matter what the world does. Now, I've told you that I was not brought up in a Christian home. I used to dress up as Dracula or Frankenstein's monster when I was a kid, but once I became a believer, I would still dress up on Halloween, but I'd be a snow skier or a farmer or something like that. These days, I don't celebrate Halloween at all. Of course, I don't have kids at home. What about my kids when they were little? Well, the lovely Lady Leanne and I let them dress up, but they weren't monsters. And our church always did a harvest festival in place of having Halloween, so they were always busy doing something at church on Halloween. At Leanne's job, the employees dress up every year. One year, Leanne dressed up like Minnie Mouse. I tell you what, don't tell her this, but I'm going to put a picture of her on the show notes page as Minnie Mouse. Take a look. She's just the cutest. So am I saying you shouldn't celebrate Halloween? Nope, that's a decision for you to make. It's between you and the Lord. It can be fun to get together with friends and have fun. Fellowship is good. Just keep in mind that you are a child of God and act appropriately. I'd love to hear from you. What do you do for Halloween? Let me know. Comments.lifespringmedia.com, steve at lifespringmedia.com, or on the show notes page for this episode. If you have a prayer request you'd like us to pray for you about, go to prayer.lifespringmedia.com and leave your prayer request there. I'll pray for you in my private prayer time, and we'll pray for you on the show. Boost! <laughs> Boost! 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 Boost represents the future of podcasting! If you find value in the show, would you please return some of that value to me to help keep the show coming to you? For details on that, go to support.lifespringmedia.com. And until tomorrow, may God bless you richly. Thank you for being here. I'm Steve Webb. Bye. Bye.